Jeez. Hide yourself, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are, are you enjoying my Shogun Megazord? Do I have the same set. But when you said that Shogun, all I could think about was that weird Japanese porno-ish movie that we saw last night, that hipster first Friday party. I don't know about you, but I didn't understand why that woman had to be naked the whole time she was trying to fight those. She wasn't the entire time. She was she was naked, then she killed that guy, then she was naked and some other guys came to her and she killed them. Then she goes to another place to kill some more dudes and what does she do before she draws her sword? Slips one of her sleeves down so one of her tits is hanging out. I shit you not. The whole time there's this band playing. And then the other one weird, fell out. Yeah, there's this whole the band playing like some weird ethereal music and, until they actually broke into a well, I could tell with rock and roll, but it was bizarre. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. <laughs> Whoa! Bizarre is what I'm seeing in front of me. What, Green Goblin riding the... Falcon Zord? Falcon, white Falcon Zord? <laughs> yeah. Man. Chancey, you had to tell me you wanted toys, now I... I couldn't help it. Look, this morning I woke up, I've been living a very young day today. A youthful day, I should say. This morning I woke up, I rolled a blunt, Yes, because that's useful. I made some useful. fried rice and some beef and broccoli. Homemade, mind you. Oh, nice. Okay, okay that's good. First, my first time making Chinese food. Was it good? Pretty, pretty successful, I must say. And then I fucking played the Lego City Undercover video game. Okay, like wait, hours. wait, wait, wait. You played the Lego Undercity video game, but you didn't come see the Lego movie with us today? Yeah. Why? Because Why? I, because I didn't want to. I didn't. I can rationalize spending the money to go see a movie about Legos. I've already owned the game, so you don't own the movie can, game. No, because that's not out yet. Yeah, it is. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh well, then I, I'll change that. <laughs> I couldn't rationalize going to see the movie when I had the game to play, and I just I don't know. It didn't intrigue me that much. I couldn't imagine. It's a fun gaming, like it's a fun gaming world, but I couldn't imagine actually sitting and watching a feature-length film in which the characters and the environments are all made out of Legos. Well, you know what? That's where you're wrong, because the Lego movie was fucking amazing. <laughs> so so is Green Goblin doing Shakespeare. Okay. <laughs> Let's hit that button and do the... Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of the team. Everything is So yeah, hi everybody, welcome to Kind of Epic Show. I'm yep. David Gilman. David West. Shane Suver. Andrew Crowley. Um, so yeah, today we're going to start off by talking about the Lego movie. Which it, was awesome. It was legitimately amazing. <laughs> hey, I don't doubt it. I played it Hey, that side's kind of broken, so. I'm trying to figure out how to do this gently. <laughs> it's still missing the, the cap. Glass, I see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and it's missing the, the main the hat, helmet. That came, the helmet thing. Right now, Chance is trying to build a Shogun Megazord. Shogun! From Season 3 of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. The latter half. (laughs) Not trying. Did, sir. Oh, wait. (laughs) Wait. I'm sorry, but you forgot. I'm getting there. As you were saying, what about this Lego? Well, 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 he goes on before. He goes on before the arms. His wings go in between the arms. It doesn't matter. What if I want him to fly? Well, he doesn't. He doesn't. The other one I'm did. I'm free to do what I want. <laughs> Any old time. That's what I want. I don't want a fucking mur- mass murderer. <laughs> well, hey. Okay. Anyway. The city, the city of Angel Grove had to get be- rebuilt 
like twice in a week. <laughs> so no way. I that, I don't buy it. I want to start a construction. I wish I economics say that doesn't work out. <laughs> I would start a construction Tax company. Agent. Well, I think uh, they uh, build uh, their buildings it. on a cardboard. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> so it's also you know fiction. That <laughs> film too. <laughs> two so guys. this whole time they're merging robots protecting us from alien invaders because that's well, the only uh, way it's, I'm not, able it's to not even sleep well filmed fiction in the sense that it's just two guys in a suit that isn't even really in a robot suit that doesn't actually match what the the, the robots would actually look when they're combined. Right. Uh, <laughs> just throwing each other across very poorly built. Tiny towns. <laughs> the real question here I is: a wall like Man of Steel. <laughs> if giant robots are protecting us from alien invaders, who are? That's the question. Not Will Smith. Oh yeah, Will no, Smith. No, I know Will Smith ain't getting the. He's not getting casted for the next. One. Well, he turned it down. Yeah, I, something tells me they didn't want to pay him the money. Something tells me they didn't want Jaden to be in it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, now it looks like they're going after uh, Michael Jordan. Who, uh, um, Michael no. B. Jordan. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, I know, but hey, I don't believe that. Michael Jordan's fought alien invaders before. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess you could say that Michael B. Jordan has too, in a way, with Chronicle. Because that came from space. Yeah, I guess that did. <laughs> <laughs> I liked Chronicle. But, uh, so anyway, yeah, Lego movie. Um, yeah, we saw that earlier this morning, and I fucking loved it. I did too. I think it's a less boring Racket, Racket Ralph. I don't agree with your assertion that Rick Ralph was boring. I did. Well, you didn't like the candy bit. You thought they spent too much time in the, yeah. the, yeah, the Candyland bit. Yeah, Chance, it doesn't that, go on that way. Why not? Not? Because it doesn't. Fuck it. No more toys. It's from two separate <laughs> sets of Megazord. Okay, Mister, I have C three PO sitting right beside me. Yeah, but I'm not dicking around with it. <laughs> so. And Wonka. he's the one that pulled up the C-3PO from over there. Wonka, he always uh, pulls out his three, C-3PO. God, that was kind of dry up my beard while you tell us about what you were just saying. But yeah, the, the, the Lego movie was uh, legitimately amazing. Like, when I when I first heard that it was being made, a part of me was just like... Outlandish? Well, yeah, you're kind of a Lego movie. What the fuck are they going to do with a Lego movie? But then it, it, it's they made a movie that captures the imagination of playing with Legos, of building whatever the fuck you want to build. Right. That's what they did. Like I mean, that's why it makes sense to have the main character, a random construction dude, with you know Gandalf and Batman, and it's like because it, that's what essentially the movie is. It is a a, a, a child playing with toys. Yeah, which, I mean, we all did that. Mm-hmm. I. Well, not everybody. I was kind of picky when I was playing with my toys. Wait. I wouldn't mix my superheroes with, like, my turtles. I probably did. <laughs> I did. I, I liked him ups. I didn't. I would always have, okay, and now I'm playing with my turtle toys. All right, I'll put all of them up and play with, like, my Ghostbuster shit. And then put those up and play with Batman. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I didn't really ever cross over. I loved when my superheroes got together and fucked. And, like, it, it really? Things up. Really? Was that what was going on when you were six? <laughs> six? No. Nine? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I mean. But, um, yeah, and, and uh, okay, and put spoiler hats on. Yeah. Spoiler hats. Well, I mean, that's what the movie ends up being about. Like, Emmett, the main little Lego dude, goes through a portal Portal and he's on the floor of somebody's basement. Fucking some other Lego. Then it goes into live action. It goes into live action. Yeah, yeah. It's a kid playing with his dad's Lego set, and there's signs everywhere that says "Don't." Will Ferrell's Lego set, mind you. Yeah, because you know his dad builds Legos, but he builds them per instructions. Uh He doesn't dick around with them. 
but the kid is doing that, and the kid, and, you know, the dad comes down, and he's like, "Oh, what are you doing? You're fucking with my shit, kid." But you yeah, know, but I that's, say that to be fair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. PG. Well, yeah, but PG. But that's what the the conflict is, though. The the idea of these are meant to be played with versus just super gluing them together and keeping them looking pristine and orderly. Yeah. I've seen some cool Lego sculptures, but that's true. That's the best thing about them is just. Making something from your imagination. I, I always like to, uh, you know, I like building the sets, but I also like, you know, do do some of my own stuff, like with them, uh, like a, I remember, uh, like a, you know, they had the like, Lego board things where you could, like, uh, like a flat thing. I, mm-hmm. I created like King Tut on it, uh, like a portrait of him, uh, and then uh, when I, uh, like in fourth grade, uh, we'd do like a living wax museum. I was uh, one of the Wright brothers, and I. I made, was Harry Houdini in that. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> and that's the first time I ever got in trouble for swearing in school. <laughs> I got detention for a day. But, but uh, like, I made, like, a, a version of the Kitty Hawk Flyer. Like, I even, like, I even used, like, uh, pins to, like, make the propellers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, when episode one came out, I used, like, rubbers, uh, like, rubber bands for, like, to make, like, uh, the pod racer, like, the pod racer engines. Mm-hmm. I made my own pod racer. Oh, yeah, I remember. I had sets to do that, too. Well, this is before yeah. the sets came oh, out. Gotcha. Yeah, I uh, I remember what I had a, a A-wing set, and and you know that was you know one of the tinier sets because yeah, A-wing yeah. isn't that big, but you know the way I would play with it is I would build the A-wing, and then you know he'd be flying around getting shot, and he would break apart, and then he would have to rebuild his ship and yeah, and, and go shoot some more people. It was just like me continually destroying the ship and then rebuilding it, and it was just I don't know. It, it, that's what this movie reminded me of to a certain degree is the idea of not allowing you know logic and structure to control what you're imagining in your head that's what this the movie is about yeah and it's and it's incredibly interesting to see you know it's it's very subversive in the sense that you know this is you know a mass market product coming from a mass market you know movie company yeah. and, and they're they're purposely like, Emmett it like he starts off in a little, his late little Lego city, and he has a set amount of instructions that he has to follow throughout his day. And everybody in the city is following that. And they all watch the same television show. They all listen to the same song. And they all essentially just you know, go along with life without doing anything you know, special or different. And that's... You know, obviously meant to be some sort of commentary on society today and so forth. And uh, you're telling me a Lego movie made social commentary? Absolutely. That's I, uh, why it's so fucking great. Uh, That's why it's at a 96% uh, Because critics are watching this, adults are watching, and they're just like, damn, this is a good movie. Because like, uh, they're not talking down to you. games in peace, <laughs> damn it. Don't judge me. Let me play my game. Well, that's exactly the uh, thing they're trying to say. Is that yeah, they, yeah, that's it, what they want you to do. They want you to play. They want you to have fun. That's what the movie is about. You stop me from that. having fun because I have my toys back now? <laughs> Fuck you. <Yeah. laughs> Actually, like in the, I think I mentioned, like in the uh, IO9 review, I think was what it was. Uh, somebody, like it was either the review, or maybe the comment section, but they talk about how uh, the movie kind of argues that, like you know, the idea of like uh, the you know the accept the exception, you know, the nonconformist, like the the hero who's like you know special was. It, it, the movie's thesis is almost that you know uh, it's kind of that that narrative is kind of a product of a consumerist society. Mm-hmm. To a certain degree, I mean, it, it, you can't. I mean, there's examples of it throughout history, so you can't mm-hmm. exactly, you know, uh, 
I suppose that actually doesn't really make a lot of sense because the hero's journey has been around for centuries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, but like, but uh, yeah, the movie's making a commentary on the hero's journey, saying that it is a little outlandish and sort of, I don't know, sort of too structured in its own way too. Like it, it, it the idea holds of what the hero is and what. Yeah, oh yeah, like like somebody like just one person is special. That just one person is able to do things. That's what the movie also argues against. Because at the end, you know, they think Emmett's dead, and uh, you know, but they they go to a city and they tell him, you know, they tell the citizens while they're all being chased around by things that are super gluing them. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, that you know they can do this sort of stuff that he did too it wasn't just it's not just one person that can go out and do something you can all get up and think yeah. about doing something collective of, of, bargaining collective unions. bargaining <laughs> fuck yes we need the union <laughs> but really good points so. though yeah i mean it, i mean it, it's <laughs> it goes back to the old uh, this was a piece of art this was not just a, a piece of fluff entertainment put out to entertain kids or just they put Lego things in front of them. It had something to say. It had something legitimate to you know, bring to the world. It was. Yeah. But they were probably also just trying to sell Legos. Well, yeah, yeah but they didn't. Yeah, but they didn't do it without sort of, you know. They did it in a just way. Yeah, they didn't artistically compromise themselves. They just so weren't, they weren't putting out a product. Spending his money. Or at least you know those particular writers and directors who who had previously done Twenty One Jump Street and Clone uh, High. Yeah, and uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. It was you know they they you know they they made something that they could be proud of that they could you know. It wasn't just a paycheck. Yeah. What? Oh, you want a picture of the Godzilla with a pencil? Yeah. Okay. Why? Send it to me. <laughs> I don't have my phone on me, or I would have. But yeah, I, 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 I think it's easily. I mean, next this year, well, this time next year when we do our top ten list, I'd be shocked if the Lego Movie wasn't on mine. Yeah. yeah I, I fucking loved it. Yeah, I agree. It was fantastic. I'll tell you what. I'll rent it. <laughs> I'll pirate it. I'll pirate it. So, so in in three to four months, you'll finally watch the Lego Movie. Once I get done with all my other shit, yeah. Okay, so I'm when I buy guy. it, when I buy it and loan you the DVD copy, no, I'll probably see it before that. Okay, <laughs> I probably yeah. will find it by my own means. Okay, good, because yeah. it's worth it. I don't think you have to pull my leg. I just couldn't. One, you guys went at 10 o'clock in the morning, which is not a good time for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's normally when I'm waking up and eating. Making noises like that? <laughs> yeah, making noises like that. You know what? Me and Andrew shared a beer. Not shared a beer. We had each had a beer. No, I had, a, I had two beers before I came here. So I, I'm right with you, but I woke up at about the time you guys were trying to get there. And it's like that. I, I went to bed at 3 and I woke up little, at like 8.30. Wait I woke up at 8 today. longer. Watch part of this is the end, and yeah, I've played some video games. It's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I I loved it, and you know, I, I had no doubts about that going in because all all the Lego video games I've enjoyed. It's that same kind of humor that's been in all of them. Yeah. Um, and it's just I don't know. There's something about the Lego property. 
like, I mean, yeah, I grew up playing with Legos. Uh, I think the first set I got was like my X-wing. I think I had an X-wing, mm-hmm. and I mean, who didn't mix and match and create? Because I mean, let's face it, Legos are fucking expensive. <laughs> Mine, I used to make gang wars with my Legos. <laughs> I there'd be like, I, I'd have like thirty different Lego people, so there'd be just a gang war going on. There'd be ten or fifteen dudes in the building, and then the other guys would roll up, and they'd be like, "Look, these guys are cutting into our profits." We gotta sh- we just gotta kill them, cut out the the competition, and then they try and shoot all the other guys. So I, Lego like, the wire. I think it's like, be like Star Wars characters versus cowboys and Indians or something along those lines. Wow. For me, the most rewarding part of like a Lego set was I didn't give a shit about you know the completed product. It was the process of you know putting it together, and sometimes they were fucking hard to put together. Yeah, I had the Millennium Falcon. That oh, was kind of you. that was kind of a bitch. Now, uh, there's a guy I went to school with at Full Sail. Uh, of course, we were in driving distance to the big Lego store mm-hmm. down at uh, Downtown Disney, and uh, they had the big kits. Like the, the he bought the Super Star Destroyer. Jesus Christ! Wow. I think and I that, saw that hanging in the background. Of, yeah, you know, when they were in the real world. Uh huh. And uh, it's like the length of this fucking table that we're at. Uh-huh. It was like a four hundred dollar Lego kit. <laughs> yeah, I've been to the one in Manhattan, but that's yeah. the only one I've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's insane. There, like uh, when I, because uh, I went to the Roy Hibbert signing at the Collectors Den and uh, Castleton, uh, they have a Lego store there too. And uh, the first time I went there was a uh, they had the Lego, uh, I think it was Orthanc or Barador from mm-hmm. uh, Lord of the Rings. And then this time they had uh, Lego Simpsons uh, seven forty two Evergreen Terrace. <laughs> I never wanted a Lego set. So, so badly. Yeah, I didn't know that. Neat to see Millhouse in this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't. I didn't actually know they were doing Simpsons Lego sets. I had no idea mm-hmm. until I was like, Millhouse, what? Oh yeah, I knew about it beforehand. I, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, so I saw it on the EV club. They kind of all look stoned. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, I, I find it kind of funny. There's a uh, Legos doing a competition right now for people to design their own Lego sets, mm-hmm. and the top three are uh, The Legend of Zelda. And they're going to actually make Lego I think sets. Seen the, the, there should be a Breaking Bad Lego set. set. Mm-hmm. They'll actually make the winning set. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, The Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. Shit, I can't remember uh, one of them. And then the third one was Sherlock. Sherlock? Sherlock, yeah. But like, like in the top three. Yeah. And they were in the top three of possible Lego sets. Oh, Back to the Future was the other one. Are they doing a DeLorean? Uh, I thought they were officially doing a DeLorean at the very least. Are they? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, maybe, maybe that's what eventually won. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm just imagine but, like the, the Super Lab from uh, when they were still with Gus on Breaking Bad. Yeah. I mean, hell, what the hell would they do for, for Sherlock? I don't know. I mean, I this guess they can do... Baker Street? Yeah. <laughs> or that or the last asshole's house. Yeah. Pretty complex, I guess. I guess. Yeah, that's cool. I don't know. That's, that's kind of a stupid thing. Yeah, but, I mean, it's being voted on. And I think a Legend of Zelda set would be pretty awesome. Yeah, I think I remember seeing the plans for that one. Back to the Future would be cool, because you could do, like, the clock tower. Thing. You'd even have, like, the lightning bolt one. Uh, Marty! <laughs> <laughs> I think those would be really neat, and that just goes with the the creativity uh, that comes with Legos. You know, you can do anything with Legos; endless possibilities. Yeah, it was kind of interesting to see like the the, the final like party for the uh, the main characters. Like, yeah. it was started off with the little uh, bland construction worker, then they had the emo girl, 
they had the Morgan Freeman wizard, and then they had the Allison Breed cat unicorn thing, you know, the crazy 80 spaceman, and the giant pirate with, like... How did you miss Batman? Oh, sorry. Got him the first try. Yeah, and darkness, <laughs> no parents. <laughs> yeah, Batman uh, has a musical career, and the song is oh just God. like it's, they're like real heavy, like metal, and he's like, darkness, darkness no, no parents, more darkness. I need some black bricks. Uh, I only work in black and really dark, dark shades of gray. <laughs> what, what did he say? Kind of rich. Makes yeah. it better. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was really funny. Oh, it was, well. Uh, and, well, uh, Will Arnett does the voice of Batman. Right. And he's basically playing Job. 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 As Batman. Oh. So. I wish he had something like, <laughs> yeah, the guy in the $6,000 bat suit is going to listen to the construction worker. Come right. on. Oh, what was it? The, the Star Wars cameo. Yeah. They oh, brought that. up a Harper drive, and then the fucking Millennium Falcon comes in. With <laughs> Lando Calrissian doing the voice of Lando Calrissian. And, uh, remember that part in Empire where they uh, fly out of the worm's mouth? Yeah. No hyperdrive, so they don't get out. Yeah, yeah. Batman made it seem as if he was breaking up with his girlfriend to uh, party with Han Solo and so forth. And they fly away, and then Batman pops back with just the giant hyperdrive thing. And then they go, they go to leave the little uh, space worm thing, and it just comes up and eats them. So yeah. there's a Lego space worm thing that pops up. It's just, yeah, the the, the visual physics behind yeah. everything they did. I mean, it's just like the way they made everything cubist. The flames are made of Lego yeah. flames. The smoke, everything, uh, the water, all out of Legos. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's something that they were talking about with the new game, which I haven't played yet, and I, I really want to. But they all Lego environments. First time they've ever done complete Lego environments for mm-hmm. the game, which I think is really neat. And they they definitely do that in the movie too. Like I mean, in games, the past games, if you blew something up, it would be like normal smoke, yeah, or whatnot. I mean, there would be like Lego fire, and then it would just have normal smoke. But even the smoke was like little Legos. Mm-hmm. And even the water was just like it was. Lego waves kind of moving up and down. It's I didn't, I didn't think... It looked like just fantastically done stop motion. There's a lot of like stuff in the background, like a lot of background jokes. Like when they're first coming to the old west town, you see a prospector in the water tower, and he's just chilling there, and then you see bubbles form on the surface of the water near him. <laughs> I, I, think I, I, think I, I think I know how Batman got back from the Millennium Falcon. He's Batman. Same way he survived uh, the nuclear explosion. <laughs> the same way he was able to get back to Gotham, which people seem to complain about. And, uh, you know, it's He's like, oh, uh, let's, it. uh, let's build a giant symbol to myself. Are we going to fly into the sun? Yeah, it's going to look really cool, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was just this is great. And you know what I, I liked about it compared to Wreck-It Ralph? Well, I think what... I didn't like about Wreck-It Ralph was they had cameos, but not one of them really met anything. Mm-hmm. And the Lego movie had these awesome cameos, and they actually were important. You know, like Batman was a part of, major part of the team, you know? Mm-hmm. It wasn't just like, oh, we're going to have Sonic here in this two-second clip. You know, I think that's one thing I really liked about it. I think that's what let me down about Wreck-It Ralph was the fact that these video game characters didn't pop up more. They were there, but they didn't have any... You know, they weren't essential to the movie. Okay. I guess I can see that. 
I mean, I don't know. I don't really, I don't know, that, that didn't detract from the, 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 the way I enjoyed the movie, though. I mean, I like Wreck-It Ralph, I just, it doesn't have much rewatch value for me. Mm. When I, th- I think I will be able to watch fucking the Lego movie for ages. Mm. I don't know. I figure our kids are probably going to be playing with Legos. I mean, yeah. it's going to survive the generational gap. Mm-hmm. Hell, they've been around since the 70s, so. Yeah, they're probably not going to go away anytime soon. <laughs> now, did you guys ever have those big, like, Lego blocks? Like, the bigger Legos? They were actual, like, Lego, but they were, like, Lego blocks. Mm. I don't think so. My grandma had them for us. I, I love those oh, is things. Oh, you're talking about the Duplos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, they were still Lego. Yeah, they're like for they're meant for like younger kids. Younger kids, rats, but less uh, choking hazards. I actually liked those regular Legos. I liked those because I could actually take them with my actual like action figures and like build shit for my mm-hmm. actual action figures with those things. <laughs> I thought it was neat. Well, okay. Uh, what other movies are you looking forward to this year? Oh yeah, the, uh, oh yeah, Super Bowl trailers. Super Bowl trailers. <laughs> yeah, you could have. We could have just mentioned like. Maybe hey, I should have just been yeah, more yeah, specific, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I told you. Yeah, because we kind of did the whole yeah, what movies are we looking forward to thing last time. Yeah. So it, it was. I don't know. The question was a tinty bit redundant. Oh, I'm <laughs> a little so bit. Sorry. Um, I just don't want to think about that game. But hell, last year we did an entire episode devoted to the Super Bowl. So for real, what do you guys want to see this year? Well, we had nothing to talk about this year for the Super Bowl. Because it was, <laughs> Cause a, it was a blowout. <laughs> it was so oh, bad. Uh, it was like, if you're a Manning fan, it was like the Twilight of the Gods. It was like Ragnarok. <laughs> and, you know, Peyton Manning was swallowed by uh, Fenrir, the great wolf. <laughs> the, the, my, the favorite joke I saw um, the morning after was, I think Matt sent me a picture. It was just Peyton Manning. Somebody put words on it and said, I tried to throw in the towel, but they intercepted it. The best joke I saw after the Super Bowl was actually from Hillary Clinton, who said, I'm finally glad to see somebody else being sacked on Fox News besides me. No! <laughs> At Peyton Manning. <laughs> Well, but yeah, so yeah, there were a couple. Well, it was kind of funny. It was more like the the Super Bowl commercials for like Captain America and Spider Man are saying, "Hey, we have new trailers up." Yeah, it wasn't come like, watch them yeah. at this website. We'll yeah. only show you twenty seconds because that's all we can afford, yeah. right? <laughs> um, yeah, like so. Yeah, the Captain America thing was during the pre-show. So no, it wasn't first quarter. No, it was pre-show. Muppets was all pre-show. What? The Muppets had the pre-show. Advertising, but no, they did Captain America. Didn't, well, I wouldn't have gone to the bathroom and watched it with you uh, if it was during the game. You guys went to the bathroom and watched, uh, well, yeah, allegedly the TV, watched a movie trailer together. Yeah, yeah, do yeah, tell. Yeah, the, the do TV, tell. The TV was on; it was loud. I didn't want to turn it off for anybody else, so we just went to the bathroom and yeah. watched it on my phone. <laughs> oh, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah, I don't even. I mean, Andrew and I and Edsel and Matt, we were doing other stuff, cool, mainly stuff. <laughs> Drinking beer, chopping wood, and smoking uh, bacon. <laughs> meat smoking bacon. <laughs> yes. I, I, I said, Why you Eating my meatballs. My dream come true. Get a hickory, get a hickory flavor. Uh, You're smoking my meatballs. Smoking bacon. Uh, yeah. Did you eat the rest of those meatballs? Yes, I did. They were delicious. The day after, I think. They were delicious. Yes, they were very good. You guys like my meatballs. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so the Captain America trailer was pretty good. This one focused more on uh, 
the Winter Soldier himself. Yeah. Um, you know, I actually I heard somebody complaining on uh, superhero hype because that's all people in the comments do is complain. Um, but they were like, "Man, I've never read the comic involving the Winter Soldier. I had no idea who the Winter Soldier was. Would have been nice for them not to show it on this damn commercial." Well, so it was like it was too big of a surprise for them to have him blown in the commercial. Yeah, I don't think they explicitly they, they show him without his mask. They do. Oh. They show him with just the like the black makeup over his eyes. Yeah, you, there, there's a uh, shot in the commercial where he doesn't have the lower face mask on, so you clearly see that it's Bucky. Well, okay, I think. I mean, yeah, that's fine with us because we we knew it. We. Well, I still think they've done a good job not explicitly saying who it is. It isn't like they've had. But it's Captain the same America. actor. Not everybody is gonna catch on to that. I mean. It, it, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I don't know. I can kind of see where they're coming from. You can't expect those kinds of things not to happen when there's already this established, like, piece of, like, giant volumes of fiction established for these characters. And you're going to, and somebody finally decides, oh, I can make a bunch of money off of this if I make a movie out of it. Yeah. And then people are going to get upset because they didn't learn about the story before, but now they're like, oh, you just ruined the story for me. Too bad that happened 20 years ago. Well, it. I remember at work, I mentioned how Bucky died in the first movie at work when it came out. And some dude went off. He's like, fuck you, man. I haven't got to see it yet. What the hell? It's like, he... This has been around for 60 years. Yeah, Bucky died probably 1964. Right. 63, whenever the fuck Cap came back. <laughs> no, it was, it was. I, I want to say it was like, uh, maybe it might have been during, uh, or wasn't No, no, no. When Captain America was first brought back by the Avengers, that's when he found out how the Bucky, oh, okay. what happened to Bucky. Boom. And that was the early 60s. I want to say 64. I don't really. I remember the. I don't. I can't give you an exact year, but I know that's around the time it happened. I was so it would have like, been issue for the Avengers whenever that came out. It's just kind of like that. That circle. That that bubble for spoilers. It's long been yeah, gone. Captain America, Bucky dying is the same as Uncle Ben. Yeah, I mean, or Krypton blowing up. Uncle Ben's rice is delicious. <laughs> don't you slander. But um. <laughs> Do you think Peter can uh, buy buy a box of that without crying? I've seen the gift. <laughs> yeah. and some, some guy's dressed up as Spider-Man and sees Uncle Ben's rice and he falls to his knees. Oh. <laughs> so sad. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's just a stupid thing to complain about. Yeah. And, and it's been, what, ten years since the Winter Soldier, almost? Uh, yeah, it's been about ten years. So, I mean, if you don't know that Bucky's around... Been Captain America. He's been, He's been in, around. Yeah. Yeah. Hell, the, I think there was like, uh, what, were there like newspaper headlines about, uh, like when Bucky was on trial? I think, or was there like a, actual newspapers? Yeah, like I mean, like maybe like an article or, or. Hell, I even think they made a big deal when he died in uh, Fear itself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's. Just... It is what it is. Died. Died. <laughs> died. We like knew he didn't yeah. die. Um. So yeah. What else? Uh, I think the, the most impressive. Uh, Super Bowl trailer we saw was the Transformers one. Oh my god. Ballin'. With the Dinobots. Fucking ballin'. <laughs> well, there was a two-headed dragon and I was like, oh shit! Yeah. That was, I, I don't know about you guys. Optimus Prime riding Grimlock. You all are a little bit older than me, so it's probably different for you, but my biggest exposure to the Transformers, uh, outside from like the 
the regular Transformers show Beast Wars. Was, was the Beast Wars. Yeah. yeah. And Same so here. to see like see the robots taking on an animal form even though it's dinosaurs or whatever to see them taking on an animal form not a human form mm-hmm. that's really exciting it takes me way back yeah 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 beast wars was my transformers thing. i tried to rewatch that in college but I, it didn't hold up it, well. it, it, <laughs> the, the first like the first couple seasons don't but once they have the upgrade to transmetals they look better what Catbot can't it wasn't lie. the quality of the imagery that bothered me. Oh, it that's what bothers me. <laughs> it was the script. It's like going back and trying to watch Reboot. You just can't. Nope. <laughs> it hurts my eyes too much. <laughs> I guess. That was, that was pretty cool to see. Yeah. And going back and rewatching the 80s Transformers isn't much better because you, you real Like, it's kind of like the same thing with uh, Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Where you can tell episodes where they had budget, mm-hmm. and the episodes that they didn't have a budget, and they reuse just stock animation. But if you like Transformers, there'd be awesome epic episodes, and then there'd be like, oh, Spike's going to the car wash. Yeah, <laughs> scrub that ass. Kind of like really, uh, but yeah. Uh, um, everything else during the Super Bowl. Okay, the the trailers were all awesome. Talk about that awesome uh, one with uh, the Muppets and fucking uh, the car commercial that yeah, ended up with Terry Crews. That was awesome. That was great. Because mm-hmm. I, I I'd seen like uh, Terry Crews' Facebook. Uh, I think he either changed his uh, cover photo. It was like the last shot of him uh, standing shirtless in the car, and I figured I was like, uh, "Not around Brooklyn Nine I was like, "Oh, is, did this happen, or is this just another old Spice ad? What is this?" <laughs> um, but yeah, most of the other commercials they just didn't do anything for me. I don't think it was a great year for Super Bowl commercials. I I never feel that enthused about Super Bowl commercials. Yeah. Like the only reason I I watched for the game. Yeah. And then there's some coincidentally there's some commercials in between the playing. Yeah. And a lot of it like when we when we're watching them together, what I'm thinking is, my God, some idiot approved spending X amount of thousands of dollars on this thirty second commercial ad. What was he thinking? Because like <laughs> like really, yes, we all see we all see your product out there in in the world, but at this point in our lives, we're so numbed from constant barraging from marketing and and commercials that it really I mean it's no different than any other time that you put a commercial on TV. I guess it's the one of the largest audiences in American television, but it's like how many times do we need to see a commercial from Coca Cola before we're actually going to be motivated to go buy Coca Cola? Mm-hmm. I mean, most people who buy Coke already buy Coke. You know, it's, yeah, yeah, it's a hard it's addiction to quit. I agree. Once you start, it's... I feel as if like that sort of shit is more like you, you pick up what you what like soda you drink up based on your family. Like, yeah, they bring into the house what your parents buy. Well, mm-hmm. you know that's an interesting thing. My dad's always liked Coca Cola, but me and my mom both prefer Pepsi. I don't know why. Uh, or like a pop and soda. What what do you guys call it? Soda. I call beer. it soda. I don't really, <laughs> I don't really drink any variety of carbonated beverage right. other than beer. So. But what does your family call it? I, I can see your dad calling it soda pop. Your pop, dad looks like a soda pop, pop it's guy. Just pop. But yeah, they're addicted. I mean, they've been drinking my entire life. They've been drinking soda. 
once I got to college, I pretty much didn't feel a desire to drink it because that cut down on my coffee and alcohol intake. So Hell, cut out the sodas and t- today. Sodas today was the first uh, Sprite I've had because that's all yeah, I like. Twelve I, o'clock in the morning. Yeah, but it's the first one I had since I, we saw uh, Jack Ryan, mm-hmm. and I felt proud of myself for not drinking soda. Yeah. Yeah, and it kind of. I've had a lot of beer since then. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel any pride. I just prefer beer. I, I, I like. I, I don't really drink soda at my place anymore either. It's only when I'm out and about. Yeah. And I'll potentially have some, like at the movie theater. But it's kind of nice sometimes to get a Coke and drink it. But it's just because you don't, you don't have it all the time. Yeah. So when you do, do drink it, you're kind of like, hmm. Yeah. That stuff is good. <laughs> right? What do I do with beer, though? Because I love beer. But, but you drink beer all the time. time. I drink beer, I'm like, mmm, that is good. <laughs> right? Same I think that's drink. the quickest I've devoured. Yeah. <laughs> Both of yours are gone? Well, I got one left in the other. Guy. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Which is kind of unfortunate because it's, it's only Saturday. I know, right? <laughs> we just bought them yesterday. I think, I think it's time I get a second growler. I'm ready for a third or fourth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're gonna pull a nutsel and yeah, I need a have a box it. of growlers. Um, so, what do you think? Okay, the the Spider-Man Two trailer, the Amazing Spider-Man Two trailer, thirty seconds long on the Super Bowl. And then we go to watch three minutes and fifty seconds. Wow. Yeah, that is kind of long. And I feel like I know Electro's entire story now. You know, like, Electro's, you don't really know what's going on with Rhino, and especially don't know what's going on with Green Goblin. Too. Yeah. Why did they do that, though? I, I, I don't know. Why would you why would is, you show like the whole backstory for one of the villains that's going to pop up in the movie? Especially... It's Jamie Foxx. Especially at the same well, time... Why is not just equally deserving of... Of that kind of screen time, is that what you're saying? Cause well, I I, I'm saying that Jamie Foxx is more marketable than Paul Giamatti. Yeah. And at the same time, the theaters are asking for shorter trailers, Mm -hmm. so they don't give all don't give away too much. I I think that's an interesting debate. I mean, I almost feel like I saw too much of the movie Jamie Fox with that. Yeah, saw a lot of Jamie Fox. Yeah, waist down. No. It's just they they show his origin. They show they go into a lot of detail that I kind of wish would have been saved for the movie. And I I don't get the uh, I don't get why they did that. I don't know. I don't particularly agree with it. I, I like I, I. I mean, I liked it. I thought. I think you care more about this particular movie. Because that's the hotline. It's all right. All right. Somebody's calling the Batcave. Okay. <laughs> I wish. I wish. You know what? I wish I had a red phone here that I could Actually, label. It's just, it's just somebody calling me for drugs. Don't I don't know why we have that fucking thing down here. Because sometimes you gotta receive drug calls. It doesn't answer. It just rings. You can't go pick up that phone and it actually answer. Are you my mommy? <laughs> it's there for no apparent reason that's why there are boxes in front of it because I think my mom keeps it there so as the phone rings while she's doing laundry because I live at home and we record in my parents basement <laughs> I think it's so she can hear the damn phone ring uh, anyway how about them Seattle Seahawks <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, what was I gonna? Oh, uh, Pacers have a better defense. I think Ooh. you're. I don't know. I feel as if you're more worried about this than I am because uh, it I don't, bugged me. I don't. It, I don't really think it's gonna be a good movie. So I don't care. Why? Because of the subway, the hidden submarine. I've sub- been biased since day one. Since, since the, the first, first trailer. Of a trailer. Oh, oh yeah, that stupid fucking subway rises from the the ground. It's like that doesn't make any sense. There's no logic behind it. You'll we'll find out. You can have a. It's a it's a comic book movie. You can have an abandoned subway car in an abandoned subway. Sure, that sort of barely makes sense. But then having having some sort of mechanism that makes it rise from the ground while the tracks sort of split apart and it's like it, it's too much. It's a like, comic I book movie. That happened in my superhero movie. Well, no, the the thing about the first Amazing Spider-Man it was that it was made vaguely realistic to a certain degree. You have a guy swinging on webs. Vaguely. Vaguely. Okay. Vaguely. You have a giant yeah. lizard yeah. running around Manhattan. Making <laughs> other people into lizard type creatures. I love lizards. <laughs> but yeah. love, and, love and, lizards. And besides just that, I think they're probably doing too many villains. I yeah. Think I, you know, my one complaint is probably the too many villains. I think they're trying to do too much. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of the same thing we think about what, what they're trying to do with Batman and Superman. You're kind of like, okay, let's calm down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should have kept it at Batman and Superman. Yeah, just make a good Batman and Superman movie. What's all this extra bullshit? <laughs> yeah, what? Well, Hell, rumors yeah. are it's leading... Make a good Superman movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah make another good Superman movie. Yeah. And Or, you know what, make another Superman movie and then a Batman movie. And then maybe cross them over, you know? Um... It, now that the, the Rock has kind of almost confirmed on his Twitter that he's playing Green Lantern. Really? Yeah. When did that come around? Well, it's not official, Green but he, he tagged that he was uh, meeting with like Warner Brothers, hashtag John Stewart's a badass or some shit like that. Huh. I, yeah, I haven't heard anything about that. And, uh, which I mean, I'll, I'll watch him as the fucking, fucking John Stewart. I love The Rock. But, uh, I mean, it, it just leads to uh, the rumors of, okay, Batman Superman is going to be a direct lead into Justice League, which I don't think is a, the right thing to do at all. I think that's trying to do too much. Yeah, it's, it's Warner Brothers who's going to playing catch-up to yeah. Marvel, because Marvel actually knew what the fuck they were doing. Well, I mean, it wouldn't, it, it wouldn't be too bad if they took the characters, like take uh, Stephen Amell from... Arrow, make put him in the movie. He, I hope he gets into a movie soon. Take uh, the the Barry Allen they have on Arrow. Make him Barry Allen in the movie. Make him the Flash in the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I get you're trying to play catch up, but play catch up and just kind of merge in what you already have going on. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think Arrow could easily fit in the world of Man of Steel. All it would take would be a news report on the TV of Arrow. Explaining what the fuck happened to Metropolis. <laughs> it wouldn't be hard. It's not like they're in any vicinity to each other. Mm-hmm. You know, you could just have have one episode where they're bunkered down because there's an uh, and have Zod's telecast come on the TV. It would be super easy to do to bridge it in to the Man of Steel universe. And they're adding all these people into the one movie. I mean, keep it Batman and Superman, or just do solo films and then bring them together. Follow, follow Marvel's line, you know? Okay, you have uh, one established TV show that's really awesome. I love Arrow. 
And I, I really liked Barry's two episodes. I, I think The Flash will be a fun show, even though Wally's going to be black, which I don't quite understand. But I'm all right with that, I guess. I'm all right with it. It just took me a second to get used to it, used to the idea. Mm. Um, <laughs> thanks, Chance. Thanks for writing that down. Um, <laughs> black? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, I mean, there's so many rumors of other Justice League members appearing in Batman and Superman that, okay, I think they're doing too much. Mm -hmm. Which, leading back to Spider-Man, okay, Sony's already announced they're going to do a Sinister Six movie. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, are you just, what are you doing? Uh, I, I get it, it's Sony trying to make their established universe. But at the same time, I'm just kind of like, why? Yeah, Actually, talking about Superman, Batman, I love the casting of Alfred. Oh yeah, Jeremy Irons. Is Jeremy Irons as Alfred. Mm -hmm. I think that's great. Yes, I Granted, think that's good as well. I also liked back a couple months ago they were talking about Timothy Dalton as Alfred. I think that would have been awesome as well. But I'm just as happy with Jeremy Irons. Mm -hmm. But Lex Luthor? <laughs> Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg. I, I can see it. I can see it. I can picture him bald. I can see it. I think he's a bit too young. Questionable for sure. That's the only issue I have with that casting. He actually might be the same age as Henry Cavill. Really? That's not okay. Yeah. That's the thing. He doesn't I, look I feel it like though. He needs to be a little bit older because Henry Cavill's like twenty something. Is 30. he even thirty? Jesse Eisenberg's no. in his thirties. I don't know. I, I don't know. Like... He just looks young. You know, he has like oh, the yeah. Michael Sarah. I, yeah, I just envisioned Superman being like perpetual youth in the in his twenties, and then Lex Luthor being like a middle aged man. Well, but Matt, that might just be my own construction. Like I can't see Bruce Wayne going up against Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor. You know, I can't. You know, just as businessmen. You know, not in a fight, Black. but I can't. I could. Really? How long has it been since you've seen The Social Network? A long time. It's been a little while. Twenty-four years. He's fucking great in that movie. Yeah, I, no, I agree. I, I agree. That's why. That's why I can see him as Lex Luthor if he had age. If he had ten years on him. But I mean, you're talking about a, a character besides Smallville that's been portrayed on screen by Kevin Spacey and Gene Hackman, mm -hmm. and now you're adding Jesse Eisenberg to that category. I mean, Kevin Spacey was not what was wrong with Superman Returns. Yeah, I don't know. He wasn't that great in it. I thought. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I mean, yeah, he's thirty. He's thirty. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it still seems. I'm surprised by that. Well, yeah, he looks young, but yeah, I don't, I don't. It's it's not like they went and got Michael Sarah to be Lex Luthor. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I I feel as if Jesse Eisenberg has he's a step up from Michael Sarah. He is. He well, is. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think Jesse Michael Eisenberg's Sarah a good actor. Chops. Yeah. I mean, he could do a great job with this. I think so too. It's just his age that bothers me. I don't care. <laughs> I, it, it, his age does not bother me. Hmm. Would I? Uh, I don't know. I, my my Lex Luthor in my head would have been Mark Strong, but but he's I, already Sinestro. I don't care. And it's not one hundred percent sure if that's not included. <laughs> I don't give a shit about that. I, it's just 
Yeah, Jesse Eisenberg, I think, could do a legitimately great job with it. The way yeah. I see it, it's like, you know, uh, look at how every uh, fucking nerd, uh, you know, bitched about uh, Batfleck or, you know, uh, Heath Ledger or even fucking Michael Keaton, and uh, they were wrong every time. Yeah, that's very that's very true. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying it's bad casting, I'm just, there's a big question mark you're, above you're, it. <laughs> There's a big question mark. There's That's a big good. level of optimism. Questionable uh, 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 casting. Yes, <laughs> I, because I don't necessarily disagree with it. It's just He's his age. The same about age. <laughs> wow. They don't look it. Well, yeah, he looks. Uh, how old do you think Amy Adams is, by the way? Thirty something. No, she's in her forties. Oh. <sighs> I, I, I would have guessed late thirties. Thirty. I, I sort of liked it, like when they announced the casting. For uh, Superman and Lois Lane, because I thought yeah. it was kind of neat. Because it was kind of the inverse. Like, normally it's like an older man and they cast a younger woman to play opposite. And they right. Margot Kidder? How old was I, I don't think that she is younger than Christopher Reeves. Well, I'm not saying just for Superman, I'm okay. saying an action movie. Okay, gotcha. You know, maybe it was the smoking that did it. Maybe that's the smoking <laughs> that made Margot Kidder seem older than that manly, super manly voice. She's actually really sweet, though. I like Margot. Okay. <laughs> I ran errands for her one day. It was awesome. It really was. I was like, yes, Margot Kidder, I'll make you copies. That was a weird day. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, I'm not worried about Jesse Eisenberg as much as you are, I suppose. I'm, I'm not really... It's weird. I'm not really worried, but at the same time, I am. It's a weird... I'm pulled in two different directions on it. They already have Ben Affleck as Batman. And Which I love. What, they're going to do whatever they want. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I love Ben Affleck as Batman. I think that's they great. that when they picked Ben Affleck as Batman. Well, <laughs> seeing him at an award show a couple weeks, or a couple, like maybe a month or so ago, he, he's in this nice tux and really cut, and mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, he looks like Bruce Wayne. <laughs> you know, wow, we're already at 49 minutes. Oh, well, we still got a bunch to talk about. I don't care. Uh, um, let's move on to community. Yeah. So, um, this is our first time talking about Community since it since it returned and the return of Dan Harmon. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I mean, when we started out, we were talking about it every week, which is weird to think that we started out talking about it during Season 3. Well, it was a good show back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now it's a good show again. <laughs> and it, it, it's a great show again. It really is. Um, Andrew, was there a new episode this week? There no, one? no, because okay. the Olympics. The Olympics, okay. that's what I thought. Yeah, okay, so the last thing was the corkboard episode. Okay. <laughs> um, but, it, yeah, I, I, I think they've done, I, I think Dan has done a great job sort of establishing a new status quo for any, everybody. Yeah. And Jeff's now a teacher, and they've sort of uh, expanded the study group because, you know, Pierce died. died. Um, and Donald Glover left. And now Chang's in it, and uh, Professor Duncan. Yeah, and, and, uh, and Mike. Or Mike. Shot. Mike is awesome. I, I okay. His first couple episodes, I was like, okay, obviously he's a replacement for Pierce, but he's such a good replacement for Pierce, mm-hmm. just because I loved him on Breaking Bad, and he's. Kind of, I can see him almost playing the same character. Like I just have a lot of connections because I'm, I'm taking a lot of his character from Breaking Bad and put, putting it on his character in Community. Granted, mm-hmm. okay, they're not the same, obviously, but I think it, it just kind of brings some of that like tension. Like, oh my god, this guy's a fucking badass, and yeah, I carry that over to Community. But yeah, I, I think they made a smart decision there instead of just finding somebody to re- replace Pierce. 
character-wise. Yeah. Went with, like, somebody sort of on the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. To, you know, have everybody, have somebody new for everybody to bounce off of. Yeah, exactly. Oh, the complete opposite of the spectrum as well. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I, I like that Duncan's back. I like, I, I he's awesome. Um, I think he's almost a bit too cartoonish this season, though. I don't think we've actually seen him too much, though. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I I, I don't think I've seen enough of him to judge particularly. Yeah. Well, maybe it was just the Ass Bandit episode that he seemed a bit too... Bandit. Ass Crack Bandit. That was a bit too cartoonish for me. I don't know. But I loved that episode. I thought it was hilarious, but... See, I, that one I didn't think was their strongest because I didn't really laugh a lot during that one. Gotcha. It was a good picture parody. Yeah, but it wasn't like... They've done other parodies that were funnier. Like the one from season three. Or a contemporary contemporary American poultry. Or the, like the Scorsese chicken. Yeah, contemporary yeah. American poultry. But, um... So, uh, I mean, I don't think these have been Harmon's best shows. Yeah. Like, I, I, I There's no remedial chaos theory I kind of wish they yet. had more, like, instead of just giving him a half season, give him a full season so he can kind of get back into it. Yeah. I mean, you know... Clearly, by the end of the first season was when he sort of hit his stride, yeah. And, I mean, he's... Like, I didn't hate season four. Like, there's some episodes I really like in season four. Uh, The school dance, where he meets... uh, Where Abed meets Brie Brie Larson. I really like that episode. Yeah, it really is. But... Probably she's one of the only things to come back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And hopefully she's in more. I I, I hope she's in more. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, I think I think she's definitely in more because I think she's in the same episode Spencer's. Oh sweet, in. sweet. So, which I think is at Ovid's apartment. Oh sweet. So I, I think Dan probably just made Spencer a dungeon master. Oh, that, I hope so. That'd be great. That would be awesome. God, that'd be great. Um, yeah, I I love Donald Sendoff. I thought Donald got a great send-off. And I like the gag and the cardboard thing. Uh, uh, LeVar Burton, a non-famous friend captured by pirates in the <laughs> yeah. of Mexico. I'm not crying. You crying, pirates. <laughs> hey, I kind of hope they it's continue. A sea, it's a sea spawn spray in my eye. I'm not crying. I'm not scared of pirates. <laughs> but yeah, having like some sort of just background update from where Troy is yeah. the season or just the series would be kind yeah. of funny. I know he's only in the five episodes, right? Yeah. Are, are we positive he's not going to be back for like the season finale or anything like that? I'm pretty sure he's at the very least he's contracted for just five episodes. Gotcha. And they've already wrapped shooting, so yeah. that's too bad. But I mean, I know he's in process of getting another show made as well. So yeah, I want him back. I do. But uh, the last episode was great. Talk about those cameos that were in that Nathan Fillion amongst yeah. so many others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. It, it, I don't really think the last episode was the greatest either, to mm. a certain degree. I think my favorite uh, 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 this year has been the uh, lie detector one, where everybody's just sitting around the table. Yeah. I mean, that's... With, uh, what's his name from Justified? Uh, Walter Goggins. Yeah. That was... He plays the villain in that. And Justified, yeah. I, I like at the very end, like the... the... When they're at the bar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's out, completely out of character, yeah. Very good actor. 
Yeah, it was just, I don't like, that one episode is just, I don't know, like a master class of just dialogue. That's yeah. What it was. Because that's all it was. They didn't leave the study room for that yeah, episode. I got emotional, <laughs> like, uh, when, uh, when, 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 like, they were reading, like, you know, Pierce's final words, like, like, brought out, like, his one to Britta. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I almost wish they would have left his, uh, episode one cameo for that episode. Oh, the hologram. The hologram, <laughs> you know? I think that would have been nice. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Some uh, girls don't know how to take a compliment. <laughs> I think it would. I think it would have been nice. I think it would have fitted to be like a, like say Jeff storms out of the study room at the end and mm. there's Pierce's hologram. I don't know. I think it would have been made that cameo a bit more impactful. You know. Well, maybe I think where they put Pierce in that first episode. It worked they, for that episode. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't. I didn't mind the way they did it. Yeah. Uh, well, what's uh, I, I I guess it would be a shame to not. Well, we got the vision. Talk, let's oh, talk yeah. about the vision. Uh, yeah, uh, they announced the, the like vision's gonna be in the Avengers, the mm-hmm. next one, and the guy who's playing him is Paul Bettany, who also does the voice of Jarvis. Right. So in my head, it's sort of natural to assume that Jarvis may be downloaded into Vision's body. Yeah, I, I, I think so, too. And, I mean, okay, Wonder Man, he died and his brain patterns were downloaded into Vision originally. So, Joss Whedon's going on about death being a huge part of the second Avengers. I know Robert Downey is technically signed on for two and three, right? Yeah. That's it. Now, I, I got this theory. Okay, what if he actually dies in it? What if Tony Stark dies in Avengers 2? His brainwave patterns are downloaded into Vision, but so is Jarvis. I, I think it would make sense. Mm. I don't think they would kill off Robert Downey Jr. Mm. Yeah, at least not until his contract's done. Okay. If they're going to kill him, they're going to wait until the you know, gotcha. three. So. so how do you think the vision's going to be handled now? Since we were clearly, or how Ultron's going to be handled? Because we clearly Vision can't show up until the end of that movie, almost. Uh, and since Michael Douglas has been cast as Pym, do you think it would be Michael's, Michael Douglas as Pym in the Avengers creating Ultron? No, I don't. Hmm. Because he's not being introduced until I am him, so I don't really... Yeah, I don't. I think they're probably gonna have Tony Stark building Ultron. I don't know what I, I don't know what to think about that. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know there was stuff cut from Iron Man three that showed Jarvis going rogue. Okay. Yeah, it's, they have animatics of it, and we kind of see that the first time that his suit kind of shows up above him in the the bed. Evidently, that was supposed to lead on to more, mm. but. uh of course, I was all cut, so it's not canon by well, any means. Well, that wasn't Jarvis. That was Tony. Well, after, I guess after, uh, you know how he starts getting corrupted? You know, yeah. like, he starts messing up. He'd actually, like, start to go bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was all cut. It was all never shot. Okay. But uh, apparently, uh, they released some animatics from, from it. Because it got all to the, the storyboard stage, mm-hmm. but they just never shot it. Okay. But I, I think it could be an interesting thing where Jarvis takes over. I mean, we already see sentient Iron Man suits for the most part. I, I, it does make it to be the logical step for Ultron. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, because the, the teaser they showed at, at uh, Comic-Con, mm-hmm. um, that when they announced the title, it was... They took an Iron Man helmet yeah. and took it apart yeah. and made Ultron. Yeah. So I think that's kind of clearly what they're probably going to do with that. Yeah. And somehow Tony Stark is responsible for Ultron mm-hmm. instead of having introduced Hank Pym into the situation and so forth. But they're also talking about how Captain America is going to be a direct lead-in to the Avengers. So maybe that's just Baron Von Strucker. Well, maybe. But... Looks like Fury might not make it out of Captain America. Yeah. So it has something to do with it. Oh yeah, because there's like a shot well, of a body underneath a sheet. Mm-hmm. And do you think that's Fury? Because do you think? I mean, Fury's the master of going into hiding. He's a master of faking his death and going into hiding. That's what Fury does. And uh, there's a couple of interesting shots where we see Captain America, or we see Captain America and Black Widow in the same outfits that they're wearing. Uh, outside of the uh, well, when you see that body underneath the, the mm-hmm. clothes, clothing or the the cloth or whatever. Yeah, it looks like the one action sequence with the car accident and Fury on an operating table. Yeah, but there's also another scene that has Fury all cut up, bandaged. Mm-hmm. It looks like he's been through hell. Yeah. So I, I think that's just Nick Fury faking his death. Well, I. I almost could see them ending Captain America with uh, Steve in charge of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, I could too. And that could be a lead-in to the Avengers and so forth. But evidently the impact of Captain America is going to be felt across the Marvel Universe on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and, uh, of course, uh, Avengers Mm 2. It's it's interesting. And I think Paul Bettany getting the uh, promotion to instead of just a voice to an actual on-screen actor is pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. About time. He's deserved it. I think he's been great in the the past four films that he's been in. I mean, when people think of the the cast for those movies, they don't ever really include Jarvis, you know. But clearly he's becoming the forefront to an extent. Mm Mm-hmm. But I, I really hope it's not until towards the end of the movie because we already have so many characters. They're introducing Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver and the Vision. And maybe Ms. Marvel. Oh, really? I haven't heard that. Yeah. There's a rumor Ms. Marvel's potentially going to be in it, too. That's so many people in that movie already. I know. Uh, well, I mean, that's kind of just the. Besides Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. That would be the classic. Yeah. Team. Yeah, that's that's very true. And uh, I know Ruffalo was talking that he might only have like 11 minutes in the damn thing. I wouldn't do that. This is a direct quote from him. Hmm. That There's so many people in it that it's just almost too crowded. Hmm. Wow. I don't know if they'd do that because people love the Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. The reception of the Hulk was so great yeah. in that first Unless movie. He's specifically meaning that I'm only going to be Bruce Banner, uh, which is a good possibility. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, the vision excites me. I, I like the casting. I think it's great. Yeah, yeah, that was good too. Well, where are we at now? We are at. Uh, 102. We're no, an hour and two hour minutes. Two. Six, <laughs> an hour, 62 minutes. My bad. There you go. Um. Uh. Well. I think it would be a shame not to, to mention Philip Seymour Hoffman. I, I feel like Hollywood has lost a great talent. And it's uh, it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. And 
a lot of people. I was I was at the gym the other day and I was listening to Fox News's coverage of it on Monday, and they were they don't look at addiction as a as a mental illness. You know, it, they were talking down about him the entire time. Oh yeah, it's Fox News. They're a bunch of fucking fucktards. <laughs> but. Bankers. If I ever, you know, if I ever get in a position of power or like you know uh, somewhere journalist, I'm uh, some somewhere you know I can, uh, you know uh, spread my message far and wide. I'm gonna libel the shit out of you, fuckwads on Fox News. You <laughs> suck a bunch of uh, broken hammers and dicks. Fuck you. Libel. <laughs> <laughs> and but Although, yeah, you know, it's hard to libel them because you know calling them scum sucking uh, cocksuckers is you know it's it's, it's pretty much accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's unfortunate we won't see what he had in the works. Yeah, I guess he had two films at a film festival recently. He was also working on a TV show for Showtime uh, that they filmed the pilot for, but that's it, which is unfortunate because it, it was a comedy. I think it, that would have turned out to be great. Philip Seymour Hoffman as the lead in a comedy TV show. I think that would have been awesome. Uh, apparently, he only had seven seven days left on shooting the Hunger Games, which yeah, kind of sucks. Left before he was done with that, yeah. Essentially, just had one scene. Yeah. Dang. Which which is really unfortunate because I I think he was great in Catching Fire. I really do. Um. Hey, I mean, when isn't he great? I mean, you look back at Almost Famous and or anything else that he's been in, and it's just like. He it gives you cold chills. I loved him as a villain in Mission Impossible Three. You, you know, I, I thought he was the best part of that fucking movie. I watched an interview he did with Charlie Rose in the early turn of the century. Yeah, and he was saying how acting was such a in the moment art, and that the thing that he felt set him apart from other actors was that a lot of people who were acting. As in Hollywood, they will make a movie and they'll be like, "Oh, look at what I did! I did such a great job." Let me just like relish in that fact for a moment. His his approach to the art form was, "You're you're only as good as the role that you play on any given day. Yeah. You're only as good as as what you're doing on that day. So if you're not acting 365 and a quarter days a year, then you're not a real artist. Yeah. You're not really acting. And that, I mean, somebody." Somebody like that who has that much devotion to the yeah. to the craft, to the art form, and who I mean, despite whatever whatever individual personal struggles he was dealing with, like to care that much about the art form, that's yeah. for that alone is it's worth like res- showing him a little respect. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I don't think anybody can pick out a a, a role that he wasn't good at. No, I don't you know, think he's if there's if there's any movie that he's been in where he didn't steal the scene, mm. I mean, I can't think of any. I mean, look at it. Look at him as Truman Capote. Yeah, that, I mean, he won the Oscar for that Oscar. role, mm-hmm. and there's a there's a reason for it. It's because he he was such a talented human being, you know, and it's just it's a shame. Addiction's a real problem that doesn't get looked at as a as a mental illness, and it is. You know, it's it's something that's so hard for some people to overcome. And okay, I guess he had been clean for twenty three years and had a relapse back in May. You know, and mm. it, it really sucks. It's really really fucking sad. 
Gotta handle your high, as Kevin says. Yeah. But evidently, he got some. Things. He get, he got a bad batch. I mean, that shit happens, which sucks. I mean, that like that, you know, that that hit close to home because you know we we lost somebody. Yeah. Friend of ours from high school. Yeah. In similar circumstances. And. Uh, I mean, it was just some of the stuff that Fox News was saying. Uh, evidently, reports are they were reporting that he was also in this gay love triangle, and I'm just like, that's so. That's yeah, kind of, my response to that is, that, yeah. why are you telling? Like, why yeah, is that? Why? Why is that important? Why is that news? Why are you? I mean, jealousy because people actually want to fuck him. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, what evidence do they have? First off, and why does it matter? Yeah, it, it doesn't. It's like they're reporting on gossip, you know, like... Man, everybody's sad at the loss of Philip Seymour Hoffman, but wait, we just found out he was in a gay love triangle. No one be sad But there's anymore. no proof to it, which is the thing. But, like, you know, they'll suck Reagan's dick when he croaked. Right? <laughs> that was a great day in American history when that fucker died. <laughs> you know, um... <laughs> you know, it's sad, yeah, he probably wouldn't even remember him dying. <laughs> I was going to make a callous joke about his battle with Alzheimer's, but I forget how it goes. <laughs> um, Fuck Reagan. But yeah, I, I just feel like, I don't know. It was, it's a big loss, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I think people were more upset about Paul Walker, which, I mean, it was still terrible. Because, I mean, all the charity work he did and everything, but, I mean, Paul Walker wasn't... The best right. actor. <laughs> I think Philip Seymour Hoffman was a bit, was a great loss as far as like the acting. No, I agree. Uh, yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah. Did I tell you I was? Um, it's one of those Google commercials where they're going through like the highlights of the year, yeah. and they had like a short like moratorium thing. Yeah. There's like Nelson Mandela, Paul Walker, Margaret Thatcher. Which of these does it fit? Yeah, and you're kind of like, Margaret what Thatcher. The- I'm yeah, sorry, two of them are Walker. decent human beings. One of them is that ice queen, Margaret Thatcher. I know yeah, some people that like Margaret Thatcher. Yeah. They're she's also homeless. probably Republicans and have no yeah, sense yeah, of the world. Even, even so, two of them are important historical figures that actually impacted the world. Yeah, and if you're going to have them as an actor, put, put Lou Reed or uh, George Jones. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It was just like one of those things. I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> well, we jump. We said we hate Margaret Thatcher, and you were like, "Why is Paul Walker relevant?" I just think it's funny. It's two different opinions of the well, same situation. I mean, I don't really like Margaret Thatcher either, but I, 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 I respect her place in history. I yeah. respect saying, "Yeah, you could probably yeah, put too. her on the same list as Mandela." Mandela's obviously a greater man, but yeah. 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 They were, at one point in time, they should have both been accused of terrorism. <laughs> yeah, at least he, at least he outlived that bitch. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're all great losses, but, well, some more than others, <laughs> but it, it's just, it, it's when, like, at the end of last year, how, okay, they were showing people that died, and then they had Brian from Family Guy. Really? Yeah, that's <laughs> tacky. That's, he came back. And he came back, yeah. Uh, I just thought it was funny how people were, had, like, fucking, uh, Petitions to bring him back. It's like clearly it's a marketing ploy. Yeah. 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 And I mean, all they, all it would have taken was an IMDb search to look at the titles for episodes, and it showed that Brian was in the title of upcoming episodes. <laughs> so thank you, IMDb. Not to mention, wasn't like one of the plot lines of that episode involving a time machine. Yeah. 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 So I think well, I think Stewie tried and he kept on failing. Yeah. And then finally. 
did it or something like that. I don't know. I don't watch it. Um, but yeah. Okay. We haven't had one of these in a while. This is good. We haven't had just a random fill-all. It was good. Nice to I talk about like some stuff. Something. My belly. Full of beer. Full of beer. I'm incredibly hungry. Me yeah. too. I haven't eaten. You didn't eat? Here, I got some black dick for you. <laughs> is that a British Is that a British delicacy? It sounds like it, doesn't it? Eat some black dick. Yeah, it's still weird. We also still haven't talked about Matt Smith's regeneration, but I guess that'll be saved for before Capaldi comes back. <laughs> Which just seems really weird. I mean, our Doctor Who episodes do the best out of any other episode that we do. Except for My Little Ponies. Except for, or, except for yeah. <laughs> Anyways, my brony lies over and, the ocean. Anyway. My brony lies over the sea. Sure, Have you watched that brony documentary on Netflix? No. I, I, I haven't had enough beer around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Same here. I'm surprised David hasn't. No, I'm not. It I'm seems good. like something that'd be right up your pony alley. I'm picturing... I haven't even seen the entire series. <laughs> but you own clothing. Yeah, I own one shirt. <laughs> I'm picturing fedoras and really mangy uh, looking uh, facial hair. Right? Uh, anyways, I'm David West. I'm David Gilman. Chance Hoover. Andrew Crowley. And uh, again, I mentioned it on the last episode, but come see me and uh, live at Indiana Comic Con March 15th at 5 o'clock. Uh, I'll be joined by Warren Swoops from uh, Nerd Management. Another local podcast, and the name of the panel is Indie Podcast Unite. So uh, Gabe won't be there because he's hosting speed dating. But we're going to try and figure out a way to incorporate both crews of the podcasts into the the thing somehow. Um, Yeah, but come see us. Um, And if you want, you can follow me on Twitter at David West underscore K-O-E-S. Uh, you can follow me at uh, Jumpin' Jack Flask, uh, J-U-P-I-N, uh, Jack Flask. And then the other two guys don't have Twitter. Uh, yeah, I was going to say you can follow me, but it better be in an unmarked car, and you better wait like two blocks behind me, otherwise I'm going to catch you, and I'm going to fucking shoot you, so your choice. It's happened to me before, and I'm on my third shin. I'm <laughs> <laughs> in his agony. As always, our Facebook and Twitter at Kind of Epic Show. So, um, yeah, I'm going to hit the space bar now. This is real music. Dark, brooding, 
reports it. Groundbreaking. Check out the lyrics. Darkness. No parents. Continue darkness. More darkness. Get it? The opposite of light. Black hole. Curtains drawn. In the basement. Middle of the night. Blacked out windows. Other places that are dark. Black suit. Black coffee. You get it. That's just the first verse. Makes it better.